the Modern Black Man Podcast. Just to give you a little background on this show, this is an interview with the infamous Nutriburst model. Um, she works really hard. I know that she captures a lot of conversions and gets a lot of people in her industry, and she has a wealth of knowledge. I was blessed enough to sit down and have a short conversation. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. Today I am blessed to be joined by my co-host, an entrepreneur from uh, Los Angeles who has built an empire on her staff, Miss Desiree. Yes. I appreciate you uh, making time for me. I really, really do. Um, I know that I got to know you through, um, uh, you know, uh, I think just, just networking my way uh, uh, in your direction. And uh, you're always impressive. Uh, I mean, you're, you're motivated or fueled by something. And uh, that's the first thing. I want to know is like, what is that? What is your uh, motivation for life right now? You're, you're driven. Well, I have heard from so many people that you need to discover your reason why, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was the fact that I had became a mother and I had a great um, responsibility to provide and to be an example. But beyond that, I really felt like it became more personal and I wanted it for myself more than anything. So now I'm driven and I'm self-motivated just by my personal goals and things that I want to achieve um, for myself. (laughs) So it's very selfish now. Very nice. That's, that's refreshing. Um, I, I, in my experience, I think a lot of moms, it comes to this point of, awareness or desire for a desire self-satisfaction they realize that they have to keep their mommy cup full to keep pouring into the kids um and i don't know when you, when you say it it kind of reminds me that i just i get a little amped because i know how real that is that's a that's a, a, a lifestyle um and honestly with that kind of lifestyle you feel like you make sacrifices Absolutely. Even now, you know, we're in a time when outside is open, but outside is still very, very high risk, right? And the Mm -hmm. risk isn't worth the reward for me. And I'm thankful that I'm able to earn a living without going outside right now. Um, But it is a sacrifice because if it weren't for my, my little ones, I'd be outside. (laughs) I'd be all outside. um, Because there's, there's a lot of opportunities outside, you know? It's just there's a huge risk factor there. And when you're single and you don't have, um, you know, little ones relying on you, um, you, can, you can take, I think, not that you should, but you can. And because I'm in a different position these days, I can't, I can't do that. And those are sacrifices that I look at. Wow, you know, things that are certainly different now. Absolutely. Um, it's a new day, it's a new week. Um, and, and, and with that, thank God, you're able to sustain the lifestyle that you have right now. Um, 
I know, honestly, that makes me happy. And I know you want to grow, and I'm excited for your growth to happen. Um, I just ask because I know that those circumstances are circumstances that are transformative. They make you a different kind of beast. And yes. I see it in a lot of the things that you do and how you do it. I always compliment your business mind. Um, you're honestly, I know that um, there are a lot of beautiful women in the world. Uh, and I'm a fan of a lot of beautiful women in the world. But it's it's truly a different act or a different spirit that you have. Um, and I, I really uh, receive that. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I embrace that. I support that. So please uh, keep doing what you do. And uh, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to have genuine support, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know we had a couple of different topics laid out. I know I usually talk about a relationship topic. Um, I kind of had a, a couple to choose from. What, I mean, what, what do you think we could have the best discussion about? Uh, I think the relationship topic is great, and I think that um, it sort of entails a lot, so we okay. can we can go there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and, and 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 what specific topic were we talking about today? Were we talking about uh, not being? Were we talking about quitting the relationship? What were we talking about? I think you mentioned why women play games, and that okay. title in itself was like, "Ooh, you got me." <laughs> Let's go. Well, and, okay, let's talk about it. Now, listen, I've only been in two relationships in my entire um, life that were dysfunctional. I've been in two. Um, one, I was a teenager, and most recently, I was in my 30s. So I've had 20 years between bad relationships, just being 1,000% honest. But... <clears throat> I have to admit, in um, both of the situations, having experienced them, I think I, I think I really understand where I where it went wrong. So, women playing games, it's for a man. I think when a woman knows that she has your attention or you're in any way dependent, the game playing um, is just a a byproduct. And I'm one of those people that likes to observe and just really, you know, give that opportunity to see if, if you're really going to misstep and disrespect. And that's just where she was. Um, every opportunity she got, she would try to uh, disrespect. Uh, she would try to violate the boundary somehow. Like, that was who she was. So <clears throat> when I say, you know, women playing games... I mean things like when your relationship is in turmoil, uh, when you're in those tough spots, how dare you act negatively towards a relationship and anything that would, uh, you know, diminish it. I think it was just too many, too many uh, times like that. Does that make sense to, to lay yes. out? Your... Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I mean, 
Oh man, and, and and the worst part is that she's uh, I, I'm not I'm I'm no I'm no professional anything, right? I'm a janitor at a, a high school for kids, but um, she has borderline personality issues because I don't think that she's actually schizophrenic or has multiple personalities. She's not fully civil, but she's absolutely borderline. It's still. She goes for what's most convenient. She's psychotic. It was it was ridiculous. And not even to talk about her uh, negative. You know, I'm not trying to be diminishing. She just wanted to disrespect me in any any means. So that's how I'm going to interpret uh, her justification for disrespecting me. Huh? Is that pretty good? Well, it's okay. Um, it's fair. I was, it's it's okay. It's okay. okay. I don't I don't even want to use fair okay. because. We can't speak on her reasoning, right? Because we're not we're not yeah. in her thoughts. So what we can say is that it appears as if she was doing things that was, um, you know, disrespectful, or that she aimed to bring about dysfunctional into the relationship, right? That's much better. But her heart could have been in the right place. She may have not had the examples um, people tend to think that relationships that are meant to be just work and some of that is true some of that depends on timing of the people in the relationship because you may not be in line in alignment with each other you may not be in this on the same page at the same time and it makes neither one of you bad you know it doesn't make you bad people it just means that that wasn't meant um, perhaps based on the knowledge and the information that both of you had relationships and as you grow and as you develop and do different things to um, better yourself, you learn how to deal with situations and you improve in how you handle relationships. So, well, yeah, that's natural, right? That's what everybody does when you uh, experience something. Uh, yeah, it, was just, and it was tragic that while she was in the relationship, she tried to justify it by acting dysfunctionally and wanting uh, a sterile or clean environment. She'd shit the bed every day and then ask for it to smell like roses, you know? It was crazy. It's sabotaging. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and people who have self-sabotaging behaviors are generally not going to be ideal mates. Yeah. Um, but that's from a mental health standpoint to self-sabotage is um, unhealthy, right? So yes. now we know that we're dealing with someone who um, has unhealthy behavior. We don't have to diagnose them. We can just say, hey, that behavior is unhealthy. <laughs> and by unhealthy, I mean that you're, you're hurting yourself, you're hurting the people that love you and care about you and everyone around you. So yeah, it's best that you... Um, you know, remove yourself from those people and try everything you can to protect your energy. That's all you can do in some in some situations, you know? It sounds so soft. I'm going to be honest. That sounds so soft and female. Um, you want to, but, but I, I can empathize and I can relate. Your energy is all that really matters because if you don't have that, you can't take care of your kids. You can't, you can't, you know what I mean? And then yes. they won't, and then, you know, I, I get that. And I think that that's an experiential that we don't get to share. Um, 
I don't know. In, 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 in all dynamics. I think when you're in a relationship with somebody, you can relate and experience things differently than you can in a friendship, than you can just in association. Uh, you know, being co-workers and just kind of passing and all that stuff. Um, you have different connections. So, I, I think that if you have similar goals, right? Mm-hmm. You need a person. If you are able to identify your focus and um, you're moving the same direction and you have goals that can um, align with each other, and then you add the relationship, right? Now we're two people working towards the same things, the same goals, and we're supporting each other directions that we want individually and together, right? Wherever we're going, we're moving. <laughs> we're not going to stop. So whether you have a good day or a bad day, your mate's supportive and pushing you and encouraging you. And vice that's versa. what I want. That, that doesn't exist, though. But that's what I want. It does exist. <laughs> it does exist. It just depends on how goal-oriented is, how bad they really want that. Because it takes you not taking it personal, right? It takes you not taking things the wrong way because it's only a matter of seconds to ruin it, right? By saying something, not using emotional intelligence, not being prepared to handle those hard and tough conversations that lead to the tough decisions because it's not about you it's about us achieving our goals together it's not a personal thing that you know you might want or that I might want it's like hey we agreed that this is this is what we're gonna do if it's in regards to a certain amount that we want to save or um you know business that we want to grow or whatever it is we have, we've already agreed And because we're in agreement and we have goals, we have to stay focused. And if we keep our eye on the prize, then we're more likely to both come out on top. Absolutely. Have you read uh, relationship goals or any of the chapters? No, I haven't. I will send you a copy. Um, It's it's amazing. it's a really good book. But the crux of the book is actually about financial goals. It's about linking up with your partner and being on the same page. With them. Um, I think what hurt one of the many things that hurt me the most in my last relationship was that she was just completely dismissive of me. Um, all of the things that she said that she was passionate about, I would try to present to her, but she would reject them on the notion that they came from people. So, um, going back to my original point, you, I will, I guarantee you, I will get you a copy of this book, and uh, I think you could really go a lot from it and appreciate it. Um, awesome! I'm excited to see that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good, really powerful stuff if you read it. But um, being being on the same page with goals is important, but beyond that. What about the day-to-day with the person? I mean, like women, in my experience, this is just one chick because I've only had it happen one other time in life. But like just the, the game playing, why? Why do you have to try to agitate or irritate or punish your partner? I'll give you a scenario that really bothered me. and I'll be very vulnerable. My birthday was last um, I literally have been waiting all year 
just to spend time with her. And she made it a point to deny me or just me on my birthday. And it's games like that I just don't understand. You know, like, why, why would you go so far to hurt someone? Wow. Okay, so first, I remember listening to um, Will Smith speak on Jada and how... Time out. Are you going to tell me about people making you happy? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) But I'll cut that part. (sighs) I'll cut that part short. You could totally look forward to that, right? You could totally look forward to that, like that, that moment that you... Had, um, envisioned of the two of you for your birthday, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. That's awesome. Uh-huh. However, based on this person's, um, right? Oh, I knew you were gonna say track record, empiricism. Based on based yeah. on that, mm-hmm. you would have done right by your by giving yourself the the birthday of your goals of your dreams of your desires right whatever that was and then had them be in addition to if it didn't work out for that person to join you you were still having an amazing time you were still doing what you wanted to do to celebrate life for yourself it was just you or maybe it included other people and she could have joined um, but yeah, it was it was specifically her for for my birthday. Actually, that's uh, uh that's really all I think I want for my birthday. I think it, it, a day of R and R. I, I is it a Sabbath? I just take a day off, and uh, you know that's what I do to celebrate my birthday. And, and she and that's knows that because she has spent the previous with me, right? Um, like I say, it's games. Um, well, we just don't have to give people that type of power, right? Exactly. Um, because someone who's taken advantage of it in other issues or other scenarios um, would probably most likely take advantage of it in something so big as that, you know, an event like your birthday, because they have self-sabotaging behavior. So if they don't treat themselves well, they're not going to treat you well. Yeah. And when you see that in a person, like, wow, you know, this isn't healthy, then you know that you can't expect them to do better for you. They have to do better for themselves. They have to already decide that they want to improve in certain areas. So when you point things out to them, they're like, yeah, you know what? I should have, I should have handled that differently. If you're getting excuses and like you mentioned her justifying it and all this and that, then you knew when your birthday rolled around, you might want to um, plan some other things just in case, you know, and let that just be um, because people see that, right? Just say that you decided that you were going to do something different. She was like, what? Okay. Guess who's going to get their act together now? Because your, your role doesn't revolve around them. Well, yeah. And that's, that's what kind of turned me off in the relationship. That's what actually got me out of it is that, uh, childish like uh, she's one-on-one she's like the girlfriend you had in third grade and you have to do i don't want to do that like i'm just i'm good like everyone deserves a little bit of patience and i give the patience but it, it was it was genuine in the fact that she needed to create cycles that were unhealthy so you get what i'm saying 
she was playing in the pathology. You know, she knows that if I land in this, I can trigger that. She just wasn't. It's okay. You know, that was what I experienced. That's how I felt. That was what I experienced. Well, thank God that you have decided you've made a choice to um, remove yourself from that situation yeah. so that you can, um, you know, match some with someone better um, for you. Not that she's not a great person, but no, she, not that she's she not toxic, a great person. Right? It was a toxic I just, just got to let it go. You. And yeah, so. I'm, I'm optimistic because now I just see a lot of opportunity. Uh, I know that I had a conversation with her recently, right? Um, trying to be nice. And the way that she tries to demean me is telling me about how other women view me. Um, and I, it just really hurts me deeply because I think I have pretty positive conversations with other women. And the whole relationship, I was always celebrating her and choosing her. And she seemed offended by it. And I don't get why. Hmm. She didn't expect well, that other women that I said that I chose her to other women as if I was going to them and then her or, or vice versa. Okay. Yeah. Well, some of these things, you know, we're assuming and we can't really be sure. And you could probably ask her for clarity, but at this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really change the outcome, right? So in order for you to do what's best for you, I think it's better that you focus your energy somewhere else um, where, your, where your thoughts go, your energy flows, and, you know, whatever, the rest of that, however that saying goes, right? Yeah. You got yeah. to do, do what's best for you now. And yeah. it sounds like you've dealt with some of the pain, but you're still very hurt. And yeah. I think that maybe, could be wrong, but maybe channeling that into a another sort of positive, you know, way of overcoming and healing would be really great for you. That's probably the best solution. Yes, um, I, I appreciate it. I received that. Yeah, and not replaying it over and over. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's that's really what the push has been to lately, like, uh, like I was saying, so... Um, absolutely. Um, as far as women in general, you know what I mean? Uh, not even talking about yeah. myself. Um, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why every woman has a, a, a gripe, but it's never why they leave the relationship. Like, it's always the woman that he never takes me out to dinner or he never buys me flowers or it's it, it, for men, it, it seems like it goes on and on and it's endless, right? Women complain. Well, women really don't complain about much because they leave for very specific reasons. Hmm. Right? Like, like my wife might complain that I leave the toilet seat up. She might complain, complain <laughs> that I snore. She might complain that I'm a slob. She might complain that uh, I, I'm rude, I'm impatient, I have gas too often, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I don't think that she would leave me for those things. I don't think that we would find ourselves in divorce court and they would be like, well, you know, 
He's lactose intolerant. I knew for years. Like, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be... <laughs> it, it's going to be a very specific event. It's going to be, you know, this this fool decided that he was going to X, Y, and Z, and now I'm, you know, in my experience. Wow. I don't know what to say to that because every situation is different. Some people legit um, find themselves in in relationships that are ending because of very petty things that they never resolve. Yes, yes. Um, women might bicker and complain over the small things, right? Like the toilet seat and no, that's not a big deal. Um, but it depends on the individual, right? Because when someone else comes along and the grass looks greener, yeah. then they were already kind of looking for something to um, associate with those feelings of, you know, being ready to go, <laughs> ready to try something else. Um, and that goes both ways. So I have a great friend who married a guy and his mother didn't approve of her cultural differences and religion and everything else, right? And eventually that ended up being the reason why they are no longer married or, you know, headed to divorce. And it's sad. It's really, really sad because he couldn't get past that and there was nothing she can do about it. I can't change the fact that your mom doesn't like me. Period. Was this a Jewish mother or a black mother? It was a Nigerian mother who wasn't comfortable with the African-American daughter-in-law and was going out of her way to be rude to her and her family and friends. She did not like her. And my friend did an amazing job of um, being the bigger bigger person Hmm. for years. However, in the end, this man was so dis, you know, I don't know. It was just a, he couldn't get over it. So the fact that that was something so petty, so stupid that we knew going in, we knew this going in, right? So we should have already dealt with it and knew how we were going to deal with it moving forward. Um, but some, or that is, that is such a key example. That's so good. Um, that's exactly what we're talking about is those those specific instances that are so powerful. Um, you never forget them. You experience them and you never let it go. It stays in the relationship the whole time. What do you call those? Anch- I call them anchors. Yeah, it definitely it, yeah. And landmines. Because sometimes those things are not you know, it's like we should have dealt with that before. And we should have had a great strategy so that we would have been able to overcome that issue whenever it came up because it wasn't going anywhere. Right. Right. And sometimes there's things like that, like families, you know, you've got a ex or you've got a, um, you know, you've got parents or children from different parents. Like those things are what they are. And as much as you love each other, as much as you want this blended family to, according to the plans, uh, you I, may 
not be able to overcome certain things unless you have a real great strategy and you agree upon how you'll deal with them so that it doesn't cause you know those kind of situations to reoccur yeah it causes discord in the home I mean, I'm, yeah, constantly, like over and over, just repeating it. So every other time you turn around, it's something related to that same issue, right? Yeah. I mean, with blended families, uh, I just think it's dumb to have bad associations with relationships. Like, if you're a parent, if I'm a parent <laughs> and I bring a chick home, like, I can't have my kids. Oh, man. Like, they have to see it being good to see that person respect um, so I, I empathize and I, I get that, but it's interesting because um, there's so many different things. Like, what happens when you, you know, don't get along with the kids? Like, I just don't like the kid because he's he's, he's he's less attractive than me, and I just have a problem with him, <laughs> you know? Like, like, whatever you can argue about somebody having kids. Wow, that would be really sad if someone felt that way, right? It'd be unfortunate. I mean, I've never, I've never disliked a kid because I don't know how you do that. That's like, uh, I could dislike an animal though. I'll be honest. Don't tell anyone I'm saying this podcast during the court. But I can see me not liking a cat. I, I'll be honest. I can see it. Not my proudest moment, but I'll be honest. That's what I'm out there for. It's just um, truthful. Well, you can't just like a child's actions. Their behavior can cause them to be um, undesirable to be around. But it's still a kid, and you want to remember that, you know? So you don't just like the kid. It's just their behavior. Never. I've been through that. I had a little girl and I love her to death now. Like she's my baby. But um, when I dated her dad, she would take photos of her mother and him and put them all over my house. Oh, wow. She would take my photos now. (laughs) Oh, wow. And she did this every Thursday when she would come, like on her, you know, time to spend with dad. Here she goes. And I'm like, what the hell? Who is giving her, because she was young, it's like, who's giving her the idea that this is like, this is a good idea, or like, where's this coming from? And it came out later, you know, her, her, she was, she was being brainwashed, right? She had no clue what she was doing and why she was doing it. To to some extent, she may understood, you know, the effect that it had, because we, you know, would have discussions about it, but it wasn't her idea. It was not her idea. And Things that she did for maybe the first five years of me being around was just all coming from the toxic stuff fed to her by her mom and grandma. So it made sense. Um, now she likes to live with me. <laughs> she would love to relocate to LA. We have so much in common. She's um, like a mini me, but she was being forced to suppress that um, because of the advice that she was getting from her 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 mom and it's sad you know because she's she's a beautiful girl she's got a great spirit a wonderful heart awesome big sister but it took us some time 
took her some time. She finally had to become an independent thinker. But I used to say, I do not like this little girl. <laughs> like, I don't like her. Like, every time she comes, she's causing problems. That's why you cling to her and grew with her so quick. Yeah, because I, I, I really sympathize. For one, I'm a big daddy's girl, so I couldn't imagine another woman, you know, taking his love. Like, please, not happening. And I'm, I'm grown, grown. But so I kind of related to her in a way. Like, gosh, I could, you know, a scary place to be. You don't know if daddy loves you still because he's getting so much attention over here and. I get it, but I tried everything to include her, and um, I spoiled her. I really did. I tried a lot of things to sort of overcompensate. I'm like, what would I want? You know, what would I think would be really neat and awesome for for someone to do for me if I were at that age and I was dealing with those things? And then I had a, a, a kid that... Um, you know, my daughter became her little sister. It was like, oh, now this is a threat. So I really went out of my way to reassure her, you know? It's so important. How many do you have? What was that? I said, how many kids are there at home? Oh, well, at this time, my child made number five. Oh, wow. Yes. So I went from zero to five when I got with this man. Oh, and wow. that was a challenge in itself. Um, but he was a great provider. He spent a lot of time with his children and they didn't want for anything. So I actually found it to be a lot of fun. I could um, look forward to holidays, doing really nice, um, you know, family photo shoots and taking awesome trips on our breaks and doing it as a group made it more fun. Um, dressing a man, a boy, and four girls, plus myself. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I made, I, I made it a point to um, ensure we always step. In. You know, we just had a lot of fun. So it worked. What's your favorite vacation of all time? Uh, family vacation, um, bringing them all out to L.A. That was pretty nice. Um, vacation for my daughter and I has the best has been Hawaii. Um, taking her to the Alani Resort and then the Disney Cruise. That was a nice um, family vacation with just her and I. So, yeah, we've done some fun stuff. Very nice. I, uh, I, I just, I appreciate you kind of going that route with me, talking about uh, the kids, because I do think they're important, but I mean, how do you argue with a kid? Like, how do you dislike a kid? I don't really, I've never been in that situation. Speaking to it. Um, you know, I obviously had been in a situation previously where it was just abuse, um, and I'm cool because I, I see that now, but um, 
I, I always wondered about all the games, and I just was so patient. And I see now, again, on the other side, that there are a lot of women who are available for marriage, who want marriage. Um, they're just looking for a man that's willing to commit to building that with them. And it's just interesting um, to finally come to the point of awareness that it was just somebody that just didn't want that with me. Uh, there was nothing wrong with her or me. Um, she knew that she didn't want marriage with me, but she wanted marriage with someone. Maybe there was a little bit of, you know, her trying to reconcile with me. Um, and that's why she gets forgotten the board the way she did at the end. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, you can you can be with a person and know that it's not going the right direction and you stay there you know, it's never going to work, but you're too selfish to walk away or you don't want to see that person happy with someone else. A lot of reasons why people stay, but in the day, you are going to have to just focus on what's best for you and, um, finding a better mate in the future. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm excited about. I, um, you know, uh, to come to the tail end of the conversation, I'm really excited because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to date, um, I don't know, when I decide that I'm ready, I'll find one person, it'll be great. If anything, this experience has broken me and now I don't, I believe in marriage a lot less and I'm more willing to just be of the world for a while before before I consider being serious. I, I definitely I definitely see where this has left me with moral compromises for the last uh, couple of years. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, our moral compass is shook by by different things that we go through for sure. Yeah, it's definitely tied to it. It's okay. It's okay. It's what works best for you, you know, and you're the one that determines that nobody else's life is your life. So what makes you happy, if that's not focusing on marriage for now, then don't focus on marriage for now. You might find that later you're in a better place and you want that again, but in the meantime, there's nothing wrong with enjoying yourself and meeting people. Yeah. And, um, you know, just I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for those experiences. I mean, not to even say too much about the previous situation, but there were so many games that were played. It's just everything uh, leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth. And I see in this recovery uh, or this leaving that there are a um, there are a lot of situations for me to explore and I think occupy time and have fun. But in my heart, I know very specifically what I want. And I just hope that my heart maintains its purity because I am going to go forward in a season of just kind of fulfilling some of those needs that I, that I have and have had built up in me. Being in a bad relationship and always yearning for and wanting and needing something that the other person just won't give to satisfy the need, it it leaves you changed. It left me changed. 
Wow. But now you're ready to do what exactly? Well, I mean, I was faithful for two for I haven't dated anybody uh, since I've been in, in the area. Uh, um, so that's all 2019 and all 2020. Um, I haven't been with any other women. And I'm, I, I'm in desperate need of just maybe connecting with a, a woman, right? And just moving forward with my life because I've been with this crazy chick that's just playing games. She's she's so out of her mind she can't even be in her relationship. I can't stress her out because it's it's really happening. If that makes sense. So interesting. So now you're ready to live your best life. Not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to live my best life. I just, um, she's like, it's, it's a sick game she's playing because she's obviously probably talking to someone else. She's mandating that, uh, you know, we're not, obviously, it's like a breakup situation, right? So I haven't been with anybody but this one person, and now it's the new ground. I'm excited for it. I'm not saying I'm going to go out there and just go in any kind of tirade, but I think that I'm going to allow somebody that's looking for somebody that's ready to connect to them to be available. I, I have to be because there's no one holding me back, right? There's no one uh, else that's claiming the relationship I was investing in didn't for me. That's okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Sounds like an ideal situation for you based on where you're at right now. Just give yourself time. Be nice to yourself. Be kind. Speak positive. You've got to reverse the damage that was done by the negative thoughts and, um, you know, the, the things that were said to you to try yeah. to change the way you view yourself or the way you view the way women view you. I mean, it sounds like there was a lot of mental... Um, abuse there so I appreciate that uh, I love it when um, beautiful women tell me beautiful things so um, thank you that is uh, that will be observed those words no problem we'll have to do this again I've got some things to do preparing for dinner here Yes. And um, I've enjoyed our time. I've learned a lot. Hopefully, I was able to be some help. Yeah, this was a great interview. Well, I, I want to plan for us to get back together um, and we will report again. Uh, did you want to drop any social media uh, handles right now where they can find you on social media? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a little too personal on this one. We'll just leave it okay. in my A. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you know where you can get me at. I'm uh, Chubby Yourself on Twitter, on Instagram. Take me out on Facebook, uh, uh, Modern Black Man Podcast. Um, until the next episode. Peace.